This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org slash holiday. That's childrensnational.org slash holiday. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. That long day behind you, good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping, that'll bash a smile on your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the talk, talk, talk the tavern. Here you're always welcome. The talk, talk, talk the tavern. Promising beer and bed love. The talk, talk. Music, medicine, then some The talk, 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 the tavern The song's over Here we come Welcome to the tavern We'll get to the topic and discussion in just a moment Just want to let everybody know This is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor And in other words, uh, we drink, we smoke, we swear And we laugh at things we probably shouldn't But we do it together for those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern. can have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. Welcome to the Tavern. We already have questions in the chat that are incredible. We'll get to that in just a moment. I'm Travis Isivart, uh, author of incredible series such as Silver and Smith and the Portal series. Check them out on Amazon and other fine book retailers. My vices tonight are um, mm, Kraken and Coke Zero and uh, a lot of it apparently. Also, I have a Savinelli here loaded with C&D Autumn Evening, a wonderful pipe tobacco that I'm going to be enjoying so I could put something in my mouth and quit fucking talking so people like Ed can introduce himself. Oh, hey, people, I'm Ed. What, what are you putting in your mouth? Um, huh, huh, huh? <laughs> Pipe. Um, I'm not an author of anything except some bad poetry sometime back in my life. Uh, my vices tonight are Jameson Gold Reserve, and I think Travis may have left this here, and it's actually kind of yummy. Thanks, Travis. You're welcome. Andrea? Uh. Oh, okay. Andrea, the chat here. Um, no, I haven't written anything either. Maybe some reviews. But my advice is finishing this knitting. I haven't finished this. What are you knitting? And I will see what happens when it's done. <laughs> and now I am uh, Parrot Bay Strawberry. Just a little bit. Which is more than enough for you most days. Okay. So I want to start out, and everybody else in chat, feel free to go ahead and put your vices in the chat. Let us know what you're drinking, smoking, imbibing, crafting, whatever your vices are this evening. Um, But we do have a question straight from chat before we go to the ones that were emailed into us. And it's from Marlene. And I'm going to read a few comments afterwards, and then we can roll into this. Marlene says, I'm sure you have heard there are people trying to make beef burgers from stem cells in the lab, so replacing cows for lab meat. Now, if that works, one could theoretically make burgers from human cells, too. Would you try it? Maria asks for clarification, says, so fake human meat? Hannibal would never, Marlene says. 
Well, lab-grown human meat, not fake, just not free-range. And Marlene says, so like, are the humans breathing before harvesting? The answer to that is no. It's just they're growing meat, just a part as opposed to a whole thing. So I see. Yes. What do you two got? Go ahead, Andrea. Which part is it they're growing that they want us to eat? Okay. And Ed? Boy. <laughs> Wouldn't try it. I don't even like fake boobs, okay? I'm not going to suck on a fake boob. So, no, I'm not going to eat no fake meat. Hmm. No. Well, Ray and Chad ask, I mean... Host. <laughs> wouldn't you wouldn't you have the concerns about prion diseases? Uh, Marlene clarifies, well, like muscle, same what you would normally eat. So like thigh meat. Um, and, and Ray, if I'm not mistaken, Marlene, correct me, you're a biologist for a living. A prion disease is pretty much from brain matter as opposed to other parts of the human body. And, and let me know if I'm mistaken on that. Uh, as for me, well... I would happily try lab-grown cow, beef. As for human meat, how desperate are we? Because I don't want to try human meat and then be walking down the street going, I wonder what that fucker tastes like. I mean, besides more than I do now because, you know, <laughs> hey, how you doing? I wouldn't mind taking a bite out of you. <laughs> yep. Ray so says, dirty. I, what's that? So dirty. Your ass just committed a crime, and I want to take a bite out of crime. <laughs> oh, my God. Ray says, I think that tech is mostly going to be used for growing organ transplant. Yes, I agree with that. Right. Uh, Maria says, like, I want to say no, but I also said I would never eat moose, and yet I fucking love that now. So, shrugs, no idea. Now, Ed and I have shared buffalo together. Mm -hmm. And, of course, venison. And, mm -hmm. Ed, what other meats have we tried together in your stews while sitting over a campfire? Uh, rabbit, duck, uh, grouse, pheasant. Um, I've even had horse. I haven't put any in any of my stews, but I've even had horse. What do you think of it? Yeah, I, it was very good. Yeah. Am I going to get arrested now? Because I think it's illegal in the United States. Well, you were outside of the U.S. <laughs> or something. Oh, like yeah. That. Yes, I was. There yes. You go. Yeah, you were in Australia <laughs> or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I did have somebody the that other day. Is in Australia. Hmm? Hmm? Andrea asked Andrew? if they have horses in Australia. They import them. Not anymore. An animal. <laughs> Marlene says, well, for organs, we're going to need a long time. And using humanized pigs. What? What the hell is a humanized pig? Humanized pig. <laughs> will probably be easier for transplant organ. Ah. See, legal in Canada. You were at Maria's place. That's right. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, there we go. It was an awesome visit. <laughs> And Maria is, Maria could be one of those people you said that earlier comment to about take a bite out of crime. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, oh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't have a desire to try every potential meat out there. Okay, Ray. <laughs> I, I, is your wife listening right now, Ray? Because I don't want to insult her, but... Ew! Ray says, my what? wife is eating crickets with risotto. Right now? I have eaten alligator also, Ray. Um, I, I, have, I, I didn't have risotto. That might could change it a little bit, but I have had crickets and grasshoppers before. But, yeah. What do you think about them? I was fucking starving, so it was pretty good. Survival training when I was in the service. So. Okay. So, like, live yeah. crickets and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pull the fucking legs off of them. And, yeah. Now, why pull the legs off? Because I'm a little 
little sides of the leg things that kind of like sticking your teeth and in your tongue and in your gums and everything, you know, so pull the legs off. Oh, God, I got to read some comments. I'm so sorry here. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to read these, but I do. Maria says, oh, no, hold on. I got to scroll up. Marlene says he changed some genes to match immune aspects to human. So the pig got some human-like features on a cellular level. You get less issues for rejection from immune system. That is the the pig organ thing with human. Okay. So, um, Ray says his wife ate the crickets at a bug fair. They had a demo with samples. So they were eating on purpose, apparently. And then Maria, oh, this is horrible. Maria, why do I even talk to you? I've seen people eating cockroaches and tacos. My trainer at my job said, quote, anything's a taco if you're brave enough. Nope. You know, Ooh, nope. I got to remember that line. If your trainer was hitting on you, that is a fair statement. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, and, and Maria clarifies. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I'm skipping here. Ray says the crickets with risotto were cooked. Maria says you have to pull the legs off a lot of things because they get stuck in your throat. That does not go for dating, just to be clear. Um, Well, maybe not for you. (laughs) This is why I never let Andrea go down on me because she's like, hold on while I tear off your legs. What? Um, Ray says my grandfather had a pig's heart valve and lived a good 20 plus years with that. Um, Nice. Marlene says, I had wasps in my soy sauce before. It's an Asian thing, apparently. My entomology professor at uni brought them. Yeah, I don't like... A wasp? Really? In, in, in soy sauce. That's a good question. Maria says pigs, not just for bacon. And my not question is, <laughs> if you're Muslim or Jewish and won't eat pork, Ooh. can you get a pig valve in your heart or a pig organ for a transplant? I don't think they allow it. That'd be an interesting religious quirk. So, yeah. I, I don't think they allow it, Travis. Yeah, it's supposed to be unclean, so. Yeah, I don't think they allow it. They would, they would go without. That's sad to hear because it's lab-grown. They never wallowed. Wait, are they lab grown? Or are they just like, here, let me inject a pig with some human no, cells? but I, I saw an article, um, something about, see, I can't get to it, where something was, something was grown, some organ that was transplanted, completely grown. But I think the pig valves made of, might have actually come from pigs. Now, Andrea told me about this great thing yesterday. Andrea, would you like to repeat your thing about that? biology teacher in school growing something oh yeah um this biology teacher um grew some vocal cords the results speak for themselves <laughs> You're I told, told that at work today <laughs> don't quit your day job <laughs> it's a great joke okay uh, so as for eating human meat, lab grown or otherwise, I'm not terribly interested unless if we've hit a point in our society that I don't see it happening in our lifetime where we're not farm growing cows and other forms of meat, chicken, pork, etc., fish even. And this is what we're eating now. People. It's what's for dinner. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Some fava beans and candy. We can, okay, Marlene has clarified. And I'm, this doesn't need to be read, but I think it's really interesting. Marlene says, some stuff you can lab grow, but not full organs, really. We can do tissues, not much beyond. Yes, yeah, Soylent Green, says Ray. There, There's a throwback. For anybody who doesn't understand what that means... Go watch the really crappy, not terribly great movie. And it, yeah, yeah. And by the way, if you, what movie? 
watch Doctor Who and you claim to be a Whovian, go watch fucking Soylent Green. Totally unrelated, but I feel like if you have one, you should have the other. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. By the way, Ed, fun fact, I have compared Doctor Who to Star Trek in the <laughs> sense of Star Trek was never great TV. Now, I could say Discovery might be a different story, but Next Generation mm -hmm. and the original series campy, a little campy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Doctor Who kind of falls into that with the old classic Doctor Who going right alongside the original series and the more current Doctor Who from 2004, 2006, whenever they kind of revived it to now going along with Next Generation level sci-fi and camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really say that. I I never was a Doctor Who fan, so sorry, sorry, but yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't compare. Okay, Marlene has thrown another question, and by the way, Ray says you can you you never forget your first Doctor. Yes, it was absolutely campy, and I think that's a value to appreciating Doctor Who is not taking it too seriously. And I know some Whovians who are fanatics and. I feel like they take it too serious. But to just enjoy it for a nice, cheesy sci-fi thing. Okay. Marlene asks another question. If Jeff Bezos of Amazon calls, do you go on the rocket with him? No. Why no, Ed? What if Why? it's not his penis, even though it's penis-shaped? No. And Andrea, you're shaking your head no? No? No. no, I get really sick on a merry-go-round. I'm not fucking going <laughs> on the Okay, I'm going. Just for the experience. Okay. Just so I have one more experience. Mind you, I am not... Take pictures. I, I'm not going to hold up a sign like some other people that says, suck Picard, Picard, suck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold up a sign going, Pat, when are you joining me? Instead. Okay. And, and some of the comments here from chat. Makes me tweet. What's that, Andrew? It makes me queasy thinking about it. Maria says, is he paying me? And if so, how much? Marlene says, well, if the trip is free, so that's equivalent value of? And Ray says, money. no, space is scary. No, I'm absolutely fucking going. And yeah, whether I have to well, stay strapped in or free fall. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Do you have to go through some of the training like the astronauts do where they get in that wheel that does that thing and all that stuff? No. <laughs> Apparently from, I mean, come on, 90-year-old Shatner, which, by the way, I'm predicting we're losing in 2022. Just saying. You, you guys mark that down right now. Um, oh, yeah. By I'm the way, disagree. Uh, to, to put a timestamp on this episode, Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Shot and killed somebody yesterday on set on accident. People, wasn't it? What, Andrew? Wasn't it two people got shot? Two people. He one person one, died. Wounded another. Yeah. Right. Um, with a prop, a prop gun in a Western. They're filming a Western. And by the way, Alec Baldwin absolutely is very anti gun. Is he really? Oh, yes. I didn't know that. I just know. That's why this is one of those things. It's like, what the hell? And it was a prop. As was much as I enjoy happened? his movies and his shows, he's, from what I've seen personally, not that I've met him, but seeing him in, he's a bit of an asshole. But I feel for this guy mm -hmm. to, to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whether you're anti-gun or not, for that to have happened Oh, my God. I know um, Maria says, yeah, I heard about that and uh, flashbacks to Brandon Lee. That was mentioned yeah. in the article I read. Um, right. Yeah, blanks are dangerous at close range, Ray. And, yeah, um, hearts and thoughts going out to the people, friends and family of the folks affected, but also, frankly, Alec. And the Baldwin family. Yeah. Because that's a horrible yeah, so thing for anybody. Having to live with that. Cause... Yeah. Blanks are dangerous, but I, I haven't heard. Don't know if he 
fired more than one shot or what they're really not really releasing anything on this but well also to, the to maybe have they... killed one and wounded another right there had to have been something more than a blank involved right. unless there were multiple <clears throat> shots so or that's... the revolver itself exploded yeah yeah we I, I don't know the details as far as what i've looked at which is not a lot yeah um but yeah sorry to put a timestamp on this episode but yeah that's was something where i went what and then when i read yeah. the one article about that as well. yeah um yeah thoughts and all the good stuff and and sympathy and whatnot so, oh, yeah, I, I do I do feel for him. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, I tell you what, if you haven't seen Rock of Ages with Alec Baldwin, go fucking watch that shit. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Alec Baldwin, great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. They definitely play assholes, both of them, but beautiful fucking movie. Great movie. Um, he would know he watches it all the time. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a great movie. Too. It's a great movie. And, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise plays a great character in that, even for Tom Cruise haters. God damn it, Marlene. Coming up with another great question before I can get to the questions that we read. Marlene, send some to the, e- to the email. Marlene's question, pumpkin spice or no? Now, Andrea, as a white woman, I'd like you to answer first. <laughs> <laughs> assholes um it depends on which pumpkin spice is it the stuff they have now the chemically stuff or actual pumpkin spice mm. right pumpkin and by the way days. marlene mirrored your answer there saying i hate lattes too but love pumpkin pie <laughs> maria says as a white woman no and ray calls me out saying travis that's racist <laughs> fucking white people am i right <laughs> it's usually the 20 something white women that like the pumpkin spice and rush to starbucks i'm not a big starbucks fan ed and sexist God damn it. i'm just being banned right now from across the board ed pumpkin spice or no um like andrew said we make our own pumpkin spice here with real pumpkin spice that you will put in in pumpkin pie and i i love it but yeah pumpkin spice everything today no yeah we don't need that yeah oh my god it's not bacon they made pumpkin spice butter ed Mm. pumpkin (laughs) spice butter or cream cheese for your bagel that's just Goddamn chat. I'll, I'll, I'll read those out in a moment. I'm going to give my thoughts on pumpkin spice. When pumpkin spice flavored things first came out, it tasted like pumpkin pie seasoning mixed in with the coffee or whatever, ice cream, cheesecake, whatever it was, and it was fucking good. In the past 15 years, we have shifted from sugar to corn syrup. And more so than corn syrup, uh, high fructose corn syrup. Nasty. Not good. Or artificial stuff. Right. When you're drinking a chemical or eating a chemical, ew, not good. If you go back and you take that base pumpkin flavor with a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of the other stuff in there. uh, um, Cream. Yeah, baby. Mm, Yeah, that shit's good. So uh, a couple comments. Maria, fairly enough, says, I just don't like pumpkin. That's fair. Uh, You might try the new stuff because it don't taste like fucking pumpkin. Marlene says, got to do some white woman tropes. Nutmeg. I'm there. Ed's all upon that. Okay, no, no. Ed, that was do white women tropes, not do white women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Figure I'd clarify for Ed. You got excited for a minute. Uh, you know, pumpkin spice, I make a good spice pumpkin bread. Oh my God, it's incredible. It's not good. It's great. It is moist and flavorful and real. And mm, go on, Andrea. Are we talking about pumpkins or white women again? <laughs> when it comes to Andrea, yes, both Ed, Ed yes. both. <laughs> 
Either one I oh enjoy on totally different levels. <laughs> yes, it did, Marlene. It did. It lit right up. Marlene said Ed's face lit right up. And Ray says Travis was talking up that pumpkin bread the other day. By the way, Andrea picked up stuff to make skull muffins. That well, be- I have this I got this really nice um cast iron skull baking thing. <laughs> so now I'm gonna make skull gingerbread. Maria says, just remember, there was that magical time at my place, Ed, where we were <laughs> horsing around. Oh yeah, that's right. When I visited you in Canada. I, I remember. Canada. And you had those horse horse of course <laughs> okay we're going to take another question here because Marlene says that she's taking over uh, Ray points out I would eat skull gingerbread so what I'm hearing is Ray and his wife gets to visit we get to fence out back like lame old people and eat some uh, skull gingerbread um, okay. I'll make some for you Ray that is good I know so, where you're at we can meet up some more Dear Tavern, I want to be someone's hero. Who is your biggest hero and why? How do you get to be someone's hero? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I want to be someone's hero. Who is your biggest hero and why? How do you get to be someone's hero? Ed? Have you had a hero? Yes, I I did have a hero, and um, I am not one for hero worship. I'm I'm really not one for hero worship. My hero just, to timestamp this show again, my hero just passed away, General Mm -hmm. Colin Powell. Okay. Um, I, I always wanted to meet that man. Never had the privilege of meeting that man, but... Yeah. Why? Uh, gosh, I, I, I hate to talk about race and everything, but... Ed, you're black. Um, you're allowed. I'm white. I'm not. I know. I know. But he he was... Not that I ever wanted to be a General Colin Powell, but first black chairman of the Joint Chiefs, first mm-hmm. black Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Man, that, that was an achievement. That... that that wasn't it you know my hero i wanted to meet him i've read some of his quotes it's like damn that dude yeah he's got it going on i dig his shit yeah just always wanted to be like colin powell fuck michael jordan i want to be like colin powell and ray says representation matters here here's i'm gonna put words in ed's mouth it's more than just representation that's a bonus on top of this this was just Mm. a great man who was trying to do right by everything it didn't Mm. feel like political machine machinations machinery yeah 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 it didn't it it felt like he was out there doing the hard fucking work by the way i'm gonna interrupt Andrea and I are watching the new Wonder Years, Ed. Have you seen... Do you have Hulu? No. Yes, I do. Okay. The new Wonder Years takes place in 1969. Don Cheadle is the narrator, the older voice yeah. of the younger character, and it mm-hmm. takes place in 1969. First episode takes place the day Martin Luther King is shot. And it's okay. interesting the way they, first of all, keep up a sitcom feel but also bring in these very relevant topics. Oh, yeah. But from the view of a 12-year-old, which means, yeah, Martin Luther King was shot, but he's more worried about his chick that he has a crush on kissing his best friend. Mm-hmm. So so you get kind of, you, you, yeah, you get this leveling feel of real versus these events, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. To see that. And, I, and, yeah, Andrea? I just want to say, if you've ever seen the original Wonder Years, the ones that came out like forever ago, it, it had, had some good 
points in it. I like this because it shows the other side of it, like the other side of everything. There's some more women's points of view, colored women points of view. Oh my God. It's Are so we allowed good. to say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we use the word color? Now? I don't know what we're saying. <laughs> By the no. way, episode four, which just came out, it was take your kid to work day. And he went to his with his father, who, by the way, played Gus in Psych. If you've ever seen Psych, he's the father. And Good his idea. catchphrase is, stay cool. Um, but he mm. goes to a recording session for his funk band. And then he sends him to work with the mother, who works at the Department of Treasury. And he sees okay. this black woman, which, by the way, this might not be 1969. This might be fucking today. Who does all the work and everybody else takes the credit. Mm -hmm. um, so anyhow, Ed, maybe worth a watch for you. For Well, for okay. anybody, really. But Ed, I thought of you in particular last night, the other night, two nights ago when Andrea and I were watching it and we talked he about it. He thinks you. of you every night, Ed. <laughs> yeah, I do, big guy. <laughs> okay. No, I just, I really, I appreciate how the show was done and it shows all the points of views that were never shown of that time that's yeah. not like the big name or anything just like what the normal struggle was that a lot of people don't realize and i didn't realize a lot of it really well done and Ed, i know you're a handful of years older than me like literally just five years older than me or something mm -hmm. like that so you were half this kid's age but it what year uh 1969 the kid is 12. so he would have okay, born, born in 54. So, okay. Yeah. So six years older than you, but considering what we've heard about your background, your father, your upbringing, it might be something for you to look at and really give me feedback on. It is what I'm looking at is how close is this to your world, to your experience, to what you? Yeah, I'll, I'll save it and we'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Maria says, "Real. This is." Back to the biggest hero, my dad. He's my hero because when I was younger, he was a racist bigot. He hated every minority. After pointing out that he wasn't in the right, that he wasn't... Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. That what he was saying was actually hurting people, myself included, when I came out of the closet. He put so much work into changing his entire thought process. I, I'm sorry, how his entire thought process, process works. Now, he doesn't judge someone by their skin or who they hook up with or where they come from. He put in years of work to get out of this space. And now I'm so fucking proud of him. He's my Bravo. hero because his change, his effort and work and changing his mindset gives me hope. God, I, I'm almost getting teary-eyed. Gives me hope that it, if he can do it, others can as well. And maybe, just maybe, if people switch how they think, we can be more accepting. Now, the silly answer, Wolverine, he's yummy looking and does not give a sweet flying fuck about what other people think of him. <laughs> Two great answers, Maria. Oh, my God. Hey, hey I, yeah. I want to, gosh, this is off the question a little bit, but I want to comment on something Maria is saying here because this is something I've often said about what's going on in our society today. Um, we, we don't know one another. 
Mm-hmm. And when we give ourselves a chance or we give other people a chance even to know us, we can make change. Mm-hmm. This is why, and Andrea, I saw you raise your hand. I'm going to pass it to you in a second. Oh, sorry, Andrea. No, um, this is why the extremism we're going to with the changes going on in our society, I'm willing to accept it because in the long term, it will create a positive change. And it's already starting. Ed, before we started this episode, you stepped away and you've got that fake background and people mentioned mm-hmm. the word, oh, he's doing the spooky season. Ten years mm-hmm. ago, that would have been an offensive statement. Now, it's not. Well, but actually now it is. If somebody, you know, ten years ago, somebody said spooky, okay, you laughed about that shit and gone on. But now, you know, somebody reading this, oh, they called him a damn spook. Right? <laughs> no, <But> they didn't. <laughs> in the modern world, a lot of the folks don't even realize it was insulting at one point in time. And that's kind of beautiful. And that's because of the extreme we're going to. Andrea, you had a comment on the hero thing with Maria's dad. Well, when when she said Wolverine, my question is, which Wolverine? Is it the one from the comics or Hugh Jackman? (laughs) That makes a difference. I'm sure she was thinking Hugh Jackman. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, from everything I've seen about Hugh Jackman, what a beautiful bastard. Yeah. Just, I love yeah. how, um, and by the way, Maria says both. Why can't I have both? You can, Maria. We can. I just want to clarify. And Ray says, for the hero question, not the Wolverine question, my wife, she struggled a little with her Christian background when she realized she was not straight, has stayed with me over 20 years, first as a lesbian, and then married me as a trans man, and has been very supportive every step of the way. Mm. Now, this is going into that thing that I mentioned, our, our whole cultural change in the past, frankly, two years. Now, it's been a long time mm. coming from the 80s moving forward, and it's been a long road, and a lot of people now don't realize those previous 20, 30 years as we've built. And I love asking questions of other people from other backgrounds, history, ethnic, whatever. And the saddest part of what's going on now is I can't necessarily ask those questions. Right, right. I I mean... And that's what you were saying about knowing people, Ed. Yeah, she's like, oh, fuck, I had no idea. No worries, okay? I'm not fucking offended. Call me a spook. I don't care. (laughs) And that's a confidence. (laughs) Yeah, Maria, you're not wrong. Maria says we still have a long way to go, just putting that out there. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And we will go to one extreme, just like they did in the Victorian era, which, by the way... the other. I I am suspicious that the Victorian era had an epidemic just before it. That's why they were wearing gloves and bowing over hands instead of kissing them, etc. And I'm wondering if our modern situation with COVID may create and also a cultural thing is it that or is it just um by the time the victorial victorian era came around more common people were allowed to start to be landowners and so forth and so on therefore they were like i'm somebody now you can bow to me too Mm -hmm. oh fair question this relates to our our previous episode about popularity doesn't it Mm-hmm. You check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. Maria says, oh my God, if we can bring anything back from there, can we bring back cloaks, please? Yeah. Yes. Can we? <laughs> can we? You can just wear them. I have three. Please, please, please. <laughs> okay. So, Andrea... I want to be someone's mm-hmm. biggest hero. Who is your biggest hero and why? How do you get to be someone's hero? I don't know how you get to be someone's hero, but right now, I, I just want to say my hero, Batman. 
Because look at all the fucking toys. His superpower is his money. <laughs> well, him and Iron Man, but I do like Batman. So it's a rich person looking out for everybody? And that has value? Is that what I'm Really hearing? cool toys and Alfred. I want an Alfred. By the way, have you guys seen the new trailer for Batman? I have not. I, I Andy Circus plays Alfred. Yeah. Andy Circus, uh, who did okay. Gollum, Toad, so many other things. <clears throat> Here's what I'll say. And I have heroes in my life. Uh, I think of a, I think it was ninth or 10th grade biology teacher who was just thrilled with what he was teaching and passionate about it and loved bringing people into that passion and that interest and that curiosity and that knowledge. That was incredible stuff. Anthony Arico was his name, um, Mr. Arico. Um, but I've had a lot of heroes, some for a moment, for one specific thing, other things broad spectrum. But how do you get to be someone's hero? By example. People mm -hmm. follow heroes for the example. The, peop <coughs> the people we admire, as Maria pointed out, as Ed pointed out with Colin Powell, Maria with her father. This is the example you want to see yourself or other people's emulate to do that thing that breaks out from the norm and stands out and creates a change by one person doing something different and difficult. Mm -hmm. And uh, Andrea, even you with Batman and Iron Man, these are rich men looking out for everybody, protecting everybody. Cool toys aside, cool toys are cool toys. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. But... To be somebody's hero, you have to be brave enough to step outside of what everybody else is doing and go, hey, hey, I believe in this, even though most people don't. And I see, Andrew, is that a doubtful look? No, I had an itch. I scratched oh, my oh, head. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, I started to, you, you know, a hero doesn't have to be a Colin Powell or right. doesn't have to be a Batman with superpower. I mean, um, I think that uh, Crystal, who is not with us tonight, Miss Her Dearly, mm. um, she even mentioned you, Travis, on a previous episode. And I would have to say you too, Andrea. I mean, you know, Travis, like, I want to play the harmonica. So what, what's he do? He is playing the fucking harmonica. You know, I admire the hell out of that. I wouldn't say you're my hero, but I do admire the hell out of that. Well, Andrea, I want to play the bagpipes. So what does she do? She gets a damn chanter and she starts learning how to play the bagpipes. I admire the hell out of that. Okay, it's just somebody that has the gumption, to use an old time word, to go out and, uh, hey, I want to do this. I'm going to try it. And it inspires people. It makes them want to do better and be better. Well... You know, that's part of, like, in a previous episode, living life to the fullest. You want to do something? Fucking do it. Mm -hmm. And that can make you somebody's hero. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're living your life as you without worrying about what other people think. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to read a couple comments here real quick. Well, real quick, let yeah. me say, now I can't really pinpoint anyone that's my hero, but I do admire a lot of people for different reasons. Right. Individual so small reasons that inspire you. Inspiring. Right. Yeah. In whatever way, big ways or very small ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Was that a question? I don't know. It, it skipped. I don't know if that was a question. Marlene says, well, I kind of hope – this is an interesting tangent. Well, I kind of hope we can keep masks for public transport when someone got the sniffles or anything, just like many Asian cultures have been doing pre-COVID. Maria says, "We responding to that, we should have been doing that all along as far as my opinion goes. 
Marlene says, yes, I also hope that people refusing to work on a basic level get some better sick leave or other policies into the U.S. labor market. But I fear money will force people to return to prior, return prior to getting that. Um, and Maria agrees again. Honestly, I hope so as well. We have crap jobs here, but you have guys have zero employment security or perks and so many more bills and things to worry about. Um, mm -hmm. Now, that's totally off the topic, and but it's still a fair statement to read out. Um, here's what I'm going to tell yeah. you. We had a guy come into my job today, and I do the hiring for a large company, who... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, keep your mask on. <laughs> because if you're snorting back phlegm for any reason, please don't mm. breathe on the rest of us. I don't care if it's yeah. common cold, allergies, or COVID. Yeah. I I I don't care how you feel which side of the COVID nineteen spectrum you're on. Right. Okay. You have to admit last year. I get the flu every fucking year. I don't. But Last yeah. year, I did not get sick right. because everybody's six feet away from each other. Everybody's wearing a fucking mask. So there is something to be said about that. And here's what <clears> I'm going to say. Even if we don't do the mask, one second, Andrew, I'll give it right over to you. Even if we're not wearing masks, stay six feet fucking away from me. Don't yeah. get in my personal goddamn space. If we can reach out and hug without trying, you're too close to me. Unless if you're Andrea. Well, yeah. Andrea. Unless you're a thick white woman. <laughs> and what were you going to say, Andrea? Okay, so, all right. Okay. This afternoon, I found out someone I know passed away yesterday of COVID. It, it's someone I worked with in a big box store and people would go in there I, I left there I, I left that place a, a bit ago but people would come in thinking well I don't have to wear a mask I don't have to do anything they would cough on stuff or do things and the employees are trying to keep things clean like now let me first iterate I don't know how they caught COVID before they passed but I see all these people going into places not having respect for themselves or other people and just touching things and coughing and just gross. Even more than normal. Why why can't people be considerate? There's still people dying and a lot of people don't they're not getting the shots, but they're doing whatever the hell they want. Just I don't know if there's a question or an answer there, but this is just my complaint. Okay. Any closing thoughts on this hero thing? Oh. Ed's cheering you yeah. along with those bits. I gotta it's throw my bits around. Underscore A underscore not cheered. X Always appreciate those bits, the subscriptions, and all the other support here, folks. Okay. So, um... Did I even read this first thing? Did I... I, I don't think I read this one. I highlighted it, but I didn't read it. Okay. How old should you be when you get your first job? What's a oh. good first job to get? And by the way, Maria says, I'm sorry you lost someone, Andrea, and gives the cheers heart to that. So, dear Tavern, how old should you be when you get your first job? What's a good first job to get? Andrea, how old were you when you got your first job, and what was it? Uh, well, I used to do babysitting, childcare, but my first tax-paying job, I was twelve, and it was a paper route. Same weekends and after schools, and after school during the week. How old? Should, but I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't. Do people even deliver papers to the houses anymore? They do, but it's not like it was. Yeah, not a kid on a bike with, you know. So, how old should you be when you get your first job? No, I know back when I was growing up, usually you were about 15 and a half when you were allowed to legally work. Same now. 
And by the way, there are oh, ones you could get younger, and it's like bagging groceries, paper routes, um, not even restaurants. I believe you have to be 16 before you go to restaurants. Yeah, so, I mean, times have changed, so I'm not sure. So, Maria threw in retail. You should work in retail so that you know how shitty people are and be a better person. Yeah. It opens your eyes. Here's what I'll say. Restaurants and retail, hand in hand. I separate them, but they're really the same job, aren't they? They're dealing with the public in a service position. And I think that has value. As for how old you should be. Well, I know, like, when I work at the last retail place, um, there would be a lot of people leaving before we closed. Because apparently, if you're under 18, you can't work past a certain time. Right. Has it always been that way? Yes. But I don't think it's as like, I think it's 9 p.m. now. When I was coming up, I think it was 10 or 11. I think 11. But I don't actually remember. Because um, no, when I was under 18, I would work until 10, 11 at night. So, um, so Ed, just so you know, the question is, how old should you be when you get first job? What's a good first job to get? So we're discussing our first job. But Maria says, how old depends on how much time you have. My sister is 16 in between her dance. She's in competitive. By the way, Maria, I need to know how that competition went a week or two ago. And school, she would not itself. Huh? That's a job in itself. It is. Um, and school, she would not have time for even a part-time job and keep her sanity. I was 16 when I got my first job because I didn't have a, that busy a schedule. And Ray says, yes, that's child labor laws. They can work later on weekends, but there's a cap weeknights because they're assumed to still be in school. Um, mm. Ah, thank you, Maria. Clarified in two weeks. Okay, I really need to know how that goes when it happens. If I don't remember to ask, please bring it up. My first job was, I don't know, nine? And that was the paper route thing. And then later I got another paper out. But at 14, mm -hmm. I went and got an under-the-table job back when minimum wage was three ten an hour. And I got paid $3 an hour for putting pamphlets on people's windshield wipers and doors. But at 15, I jumped into the restaurant business. Yeah, I think there's a value going into a service job. Restaurant, retail, again, hand-in-hand, -hand, kind of the same thing, different aspects of the same thing. Um that how old should you be when you get your first job? I don't I, I, I my first intent is to say when you need to do the work, when you need to bring well, in money. But like having a pet, and Andrea, I will give it back to you in a second. I'm sorry to keep pushing on on this. But like having a pet, it teaches a certain level of responsibility that you have to be at a place at a certain time to create the life you want to have, to have that money to spend on the things you want to have. And there is a value in that as much as it sucks. But waiting till you're 22 or 23 to get your first job, I don't know if you know what the real world's like at that point, but maybe I'm old. Andrea? Well, I think the first job should be school. Or chores, because or both. Or chores, uh, yeah, chores. Well, school, because you have to be there at a certain time, certain days of the week, and you're expected certain things. And I think that prepares you for the real world job. And chores are one thing, but, you know, with this, you have a structure, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. Ed? Um, like you said, I'm old, so this isn't a question that I can probably really answer fairly to today's standards because from nine years old, right, we were during the summertime helping pitch hay and uh, I don't want 
to sound like an old black man working the fields. <laughs> and that's why but, we have cotton in our medicine bottle. I'm sorry. So, you, you know, some old farmer will come along and gather up the boys and say, hey, come on, I got work for you. And off we would go. Now, my first real job, I think was like 16 years old. And... Uh, that was probably one of the most amazing jobs I ever had in my life. I've mentioned it really? in the previous episode. Yeah, I used to, at 16 years old, I learned how to make reproduction lighting. And that really? was the most amazing job I ever had. There are lights in the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. that I made. Fuck I'll brag yeah. on that. They're, they're still there to today. But, uh, yeah, right. 16 years old, it's, it's not too early to to get a job and by the way if anybody goes to washington dc and looks up you can see ed scratched his initials into the metal um you're not lying <laughs> <laughs> couple comments here if i may please um ray says i didn't get a real official job until college worked both work study for the college and mcronald's uh, Maria says, I'm sure I'll be singing her. Oh, uh, this is in reference to her younger sister, the kid, as we call her here in the tavern. I'm sure I'll be singing the kid's praises afterwards. going to be hard to miss it. And by the way, Maria also says, Andrea has a solid point. That sounds like the first few minutes of a CSI episode and as scary as hell, some guy comes and offers nine-year-olds work. No. In the country, no. work mm -mm. in the field was the paper route equivalent. Yeah, not not back in those days. I mean, yeah, it 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 was nothing nefarious about it at all. You know, and, and parents so, weren't concerned. They seen come along as pickup truck. A bunch of boys would jump on, and off we would go. And, and yeah, for a reference point for everybody, we're all Andrea, Ed, myself, within approximately five years of fifty. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things the era has changed. Now, yeah. Does yeah. that mean there isn't still a truck rolling out there during harvest time going, hey, time to do the work in the rural areas? No, it still happens. It's yeah. still out there. Yeah, out here. You see it because we're by a lot of farms. But machines have replaced a lot of that. Now, we only make 50 cents a day, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but, you know, when I was making $3 an hour, you know, it, it's, and I realize you might have been five years before me or whatever, but it's still, it's enough to buy your comic books or that mm -hmm. new pair of shoes that your parents wouldn't pay for. Or, frankly, in my case, at 16, 15 15 years old, I'm buying swordfish steaks and green beans to cook them on the stove for my friends when my mother is going, how dare you give food away? Mm. And I'm like, this mm -hmm. is my money. I can spend it how I right. want. And yes, right. I have ramen noodles right next to this stuff. <laughs> but if I want to cook swordfish steaks, this is my, my choice with my money. And I didn't buy the clothes that everybody else was wearing i created i bought too many books see <laughs> all my money went to books here here's a fun fact one of the only times i would shoplift was at the bookstore because i would walk in in florida in the winter with my big winter coat and but man i would devour those books and it's horrible it's a truth but yeah, there it is. By the way, Marlene says, I think it doesn't matter when you get a real job, but I do wish that more parents would make sure that kids do chores, just participate yeah. at home. It's important yeah. to, and Andrea, I see you waving your knitting needle. Um, it's important to realize it's not a free ride. You have to yeah. contribute. You have to participate it's important in life to have that responsibility and repercussions of not doing anything. Andrea? So, okay. So here, here's another argument to that. My kid's like, well, I never asked to be here. Okay. <laughs> Great. I'm not 
teaching you, having you take care of yourself as a punishment, you need to know this for when you get out on your own. Now that he's 22 and on his own, he's like, oh, yeah, I see now. Because he can yeah. do his laundry. He can clean his apartment. Mm-hmm. He can take care of what he needs to take care of because it's a skill. Now, how sad is it when you have to relate this shit to 22-year-olds that you're actually working with where they're like, oh, my God, I've got to fill in the blank. You know, wash mm-hmm. my dishes, clean my clothes, pay right. my bills. Yet this is, if your parent didn't do it, ugh. I'm going to read some comments here. Uh, Maria says, I did the same thing, Andrea. Used to get in trouble for it. And my only defense was, it could be drugs. I know people who sell drugs. Let me have my books. And Marlene says, I had a friend who stole 20 Tamagotchis as a kid because he worried what would happen with one if the battery ran out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Closing thoughts on uh, first job, Ed? Anything. Just anything. And I think 16 years of age, yeah, send them out there and put them to work. Andrew. You know? But you should be raising them to work all along. But yes. Yeah, 16, send them to work. Andrea? Oh, well, if you can't, with kids, if, if they can't get a job where they're making money, Send them to volunteer, whether it's at the church or the shelter or Habitat for Humanity, anything. Get them some experience. Here's my closing thoughts on this topic about first job. Our job as parents is to teach our children or whoever is around you, if you don't have children, to deal with the real world. And that doing chores at home contributing to the household is important. Getting that first job is to realize their self-worth and also, frankly, to start being beaten down by the real goddamn bullshit world. Mm -hmm. And it's important to give them that so they can realize there's things you do outside of that bullshit job for the real world that adds value to your own life. You go do that so you can live your real life. But that supports what you really want to do. And yeah, welcome to the real world. And sheltering your kids for too long, whether that's nine-year-olds like some of us or 23-year-olds like others, it's important for folks to realize, children to realize, the real world doesn't hand you things. And if it does, it's because you've grown up to learn to be entitled and just hold your hand out till somebody puts in something in it. And that doesn't, I don't know, that doesn't do well for your internal psychology. Okay, let's wrap this episode up. So let me type this one thing. And we're going to do the outro. Any any uh, closing toast here? We didn't even do a fucking opening toast, didn't we? Uh, guys, we've talked about heroes and human meat and COVID and first jobs. Here's to being true to yourself and giving value to your own world and your own life. So Human meat. I like the sound of that. How you doing? Let's do an outro. We'll catch you guys again on the next episode. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly slash tavern merch too. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing, hosting, throwing bits, raids, and most of all, commenting. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. 
Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night. holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels.